Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, bots and cons to Tech Talk, the officially unofficial Transformers TCG podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Scott of VectorSigma.info, and we're going to dive right into the episode because, as with previous ones, we split this one up. So the first half was talking about some recent events, and now we're going to dive into the recent Siege 2 spoilers. We're going to jump into it. Our four cards. Yeah, our four. Well, I'm sure <laughs> we'll drag it out to four hours. So we'll we'll see what we can do. So the first one up is, as we mentioned earlier, the first, I guess, from this wave of spoilers, third party reveal. So we had the Trypticon one and previous uh, other cards. This is the first one that came from Cybertron. Um, it's Private Dazzle Strike, who is not on My Little Pony. No, no, he's not. Uh, it is a, as somebody <laughs> tongue-in-cheek said in one of the groups, or, or I forget where I saw it, it's a repaint um, of yep. Lionizer, at least on the bot mode artwork. Uh, the weapon artwork is significantly different. So, Private Dazzle Strike is a melee battle master, 391. Enemies can't use Brave. This is in bot mode, six stars. When... He or she becomes a weapon. It's plus three attack, so already pretty solid there. When you put this on a character, repair three damage from it. When this is removed from a character, do three damage to it, and then the usual Battlemaster clause of if of if it goes away or leaves the battlefield, KO it. Uh, I am going to assume that if Hold. you... How many stars? Six. Did I not right. say that? No. Oh, okay. I apologize. That's the important part. That's yes, the important part. Uh, yes, it is very crucial. So <laughs> I, what I was going to preface is that I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that if you quartermaster this, you're bolting the guy that it was on. Oh, how's it read? So it says when this is removed from a character, do three damage to it. So if you quartermaster or other effects, you know, it could be red heat or whatever, it moves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, I, but not when you quartermaster it back from the scrap pile. No, no, I'm saying, like, so you can't move this around to your team to, to try and heal three from a bunch of people, is what I'm saying. Uh, you would heal three from the character that it was going on to and deal three to the guy that left. Right, exactly. So it's not yeah. It's not just swing it around and, and heal three from people. There, there's a downside. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's a good... I hadn't even thought about that part of it. Mm. You can talk more about your opinions on that for a second well the the first thing that came to mind was exactly that i was hoping that it, and uh, there's a small part of me that hopes that we can get away with that but i it, just the way it reads i think and wizards tendency to try and make things so that's as intuitive as possible i can't imagine that it's not going to bolt somebody when it leaves that character and it's the language is pretty precise there um but the healing that the fact that it heals three is it's one of the larger heals that we have available at this stage outside of like callous leadership or something, which isn't quite a heal. So that's where my mind immediately went is, OK, can we utilize this heal to make something relevant happen? While enforcement batons isn't quite as ubiquitous as bashing shield, I would expect that if that was a thing that it's going to start showing up a lot more with uh, if Dazzle Strike happens to make huge waves doing that sort of, uh, or any sort of activity. So we're 
it sounded like you were going to take it in a different direction, though, Scott. It's specifically because he or she's six stars. Or did I lose? I you? mean, <laughs> no, I'm here. Okay. Um, I mean, being six stars and being a three nine one and a plus three weapon. I mean, you're pretty much at Terexodon level, who doesn't see a whole lot of play. Um, mm. so there's that aspect of it, but like, I, I guess I hadn't really, I had, I definitely had not thought about the fact that moving it around would allow you to potentially heal a different character. Um, I, I, I guess, I, I guess Ratchet's really happy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. There. You move him yeah. around, you bolt the last guy so you can heal him again. And like, man, there, there's a deck there. No, there's probably not. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I, I guess, the, I guess the good thing is like, like. The repair three, like you said, is a big number and probably shows that they realize that the the, the colorless pip medic is just way underpowered. Yeah. Um, so we'll see more of this type thing as hopefully as a standard. I, I think I think there's two ways of looking at this. One, if you build your deck in such a way that like it falling off a character is gonna that character's probably just gonna die in one hit regardless. Mm-hmm then there's really no downside other than, I don't know, like, if you can fit six stars in your deck instead of seven. Like, I, I, I don't, again, I don't know to, I guess there's only upside at that point if you're equal to Teraxodon, unless you're playing a bunch of whites and can actually proc his ability, but I guess maybe I, the Brave ability might matter. I mean, the Brave does matter. Um, I mean, we'll get into that shortly with some of the other cards that maybe Brave... We're, we're only going to get more Brave characters as time goes on, and Brave will... I'd like to believe will only become more important as time goes on, so maybe turning that off will be crucial. Yeah. I, I agree with you that if it's an orange build, that... Look, if I put... <laughs> most of the time, Steel Jaw, for example, not that this could go in Blaster or would necessarily go on blaster uh steel jaw often dies in one hit who right. cares if if it gets bolted like it, against other orange decks the i feel like it wants to be in a blue deck because of the heal but then your opponent is clearly going to have time to go find those enforcement batons to make the heal irrelevant so i'm very torn on dazzle strike my issue with it is you almost always want to swing with a Battlemaster first. Yes. So, assuming we keep that same pattern going, who's going to be damaged that you need to repair? If we get more one-shell stands, I guess. Right, exactly. Or if you play like, Photon Bombs, I mean... But but now all of a sudden, you're not you're not even one-shell standing him away, which is what, like, mm. I enjoy doing. <laughs> um, so, like, like, I don't really even understand, like, what, how this is going to come into play the only I, I mean it's obviously good in the set that has safeguard as a keyword um because yeah. the safeguard is the built-in force field type ability so like if you're undamaged so chances are he's going to go onto a character that that happened to and then you're going to undamage him again because you'll heal probably the amount of damage that they had like we've only seen one character and i think he had safeguard three the hot yes rod. so like yeah it would be that situation like you swing with the hot rod first he takes the three, then somehow, again, this is the problem, somehow this guy dies. Yep. And heals three, and now you get this force field effect again. I just feel like the negative of like, oh, I killed that, take three, is probably going to come into play more often than the yeah. heal three. So Yeah, you're probably getting, 
in reality a heal one or heal two, but your opponent is getting a bolt. Right. And that's I don't know. I I'm not super enthused. Uh but we'll see. I mean, maybe that ratchet thing has legs. <laughs> well, I think I, I think this is going to be a card that we can't tell until we see more of the set. Oh, absolutely, I hate yeah. I hate to cop out that way, but like, for example, and, and this is just like a, a play aside, I see a lot of players, mostly on video, like a Battlemaster goes on a character, they swing with that, bat, that you know, the, the character the Battlemaster went on, they swing with it, they get uh. the, the, the positive effect out of it being a weapon. And then the other player destroys it. Because normally the Battlemaster dies during combat. Because not everyone plays direct damage. But... Well, yes. <laughs> well, so, no, that, I, it, it is there. It, it is a relevant and salient point to the discussion. Because if you're not... It changes the way that math works out. If you had killed that Battlemaster or the other guy out of combat and then changed the whole scenario. Right. So if you have to attack the Battlemaster to kill it, then it goes onto their character, it's their turn, and they get to use the Battlemaster. If you then destroy it, it, nine, it most of the time, it's done its job. If, it, if like you're an orange-on-orange matchup, and like they get to swing back with yeah. the Lionizer or the Fire Drive, and you... It doesn't and, matter. <laughs> right, it doesn't, like, you. okay, so you then kill their guy back, but they already got the use it. Like, you would have killed the guy anyway. It was a grenade so, launcher, and Nobody has right. a problem with that. I mean, everybody would prefer for it to, well, almost everybody would prefer for it to stay in play, but the fact that it goes away is not a huge deal. Right. But if, so if you're, so it's not going to matter in that situation. Again, let's think of the four by four grid. Yeah. It's not going to matter. The, the black tip grid. It's not going to matter in that situation. It's not going to matter in the, you're, you have less than three damage on you situation. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's only going to be a negative situations where like, Oh, I put it on a decently sized health character, and then my opponent gets a free bolt of lightning against them, like whenever they want. Like suddenly, you're giving that play that to me is not a great play now. Mm -hmm. Like the the killing the battlemaster after after it's already been swung with. Like you're giving that play extra value. Like I don't know, you're like rewarding bad play. You know, like does that make sense? No, I follow what you're saying. I was about to say exactly that that you're rewarding either the poor player, poor deck construction, or weaker, not necessarily poor, I guess, depending on the scenario, uh, by doing this. So, like we said before, I think this the second line of the weapon text is going to come up more often than the first. But let me pose this question to you, Scott. You mentioned how often you love One Shell Standing your Battlemasters. Do we think that I get the impression that we're never going to see a huge mass or even necessarily very good swap cards, especially in light of swap parts. But obviously, this this entire set could have already been in development by the time that decision was made um, or they, they even got to that point. So if we get more quartermaster effects, do you see a deck that wants to bolt its characters a lot materializing? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's going to depend maybe. on whether you have a character that cares about that happening. I don't necessarily think it's going to be four wide battle masters, but maybe. I mean, there's certainly situations where, like, swoop type fling abilities could matter. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, especially if it's on a flip or if it's on 
was a mudslinger or whatever. Like if, if it's on, he's going to come up like, later. <laughs> <laughs> if it's on one of these characters that like doesn't have to use another card effect, action effect mm-hmm. to do its ability, like I can see where this would come into play. Um, or if like you know, ransack for example, type yeah. effects also come into play. Like I can see where the damaging your if if, if there's more cards that were damaging your own becomes a positive mm-hmm. um i can see where that side of it would be positive yeah it it's a possibility but it's one of those things that while i thought of it earlier today and i was trying to mull it over i don't know that we'll get enough of those i don't think there's enough that exists currently to make that a thing whether it's the swap effects or the cards that care about the self damage for us to have a base in order to get enough additional ones out of a single set it's more probably something down the line may materialize or it'll be super janky until it becomes a thing i think in other games we've played that had the permanent damage unlike mm-hmm. like the magic damage that goes away mm-hmm. i think there were effects that were like if my character's undamaged get like plus one plus one or something like that like yeah there were effects like that happen this guy would yeah. be more would be more relevant as well or if we yeah i'm i'm hoping we see something that when this character gets damaged but given the nature of the way the game works i don't know if that would be too powerful depending on what it did you know ransack is when it it's not really but it's kind of when it gets damaged get plus one attack sort right. of thing are we going to get one that's when this is damaged, draw a card? When this is damaged, you can shuffle your, your scrap pile in. When this is damaged, do a damage. You know, it, well, it'll probably be rock toss since we're seeing that show up a lot. But uh, Or when it's undamaged, do this. Like, yeah, it, exactly, yeah. Card, things like that. At yeah. the start of so, your... Yeah. 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 I'm very curious. It, there's a, Maybe we're reading too much into it, but at least for me, a number of these previews... I... Maybe it's a conspiracy theorist or something trying to, I need my tinfoil hat that like I'm reading into all these things that may or may not happen, but. No, no, I think, I think it's very fair. Yeah. I think it's very fair to think that way because it's definitely a way that they could go. Mm. Um, Like, you know, when you're on damage, you have plus to attack or something like that. A card like this becomes way more relevant. Or, yeah, you exactly. Know, when you get damaged, do X. Right. I think the one thing we didn't mention What's up? Because we got two because we got two cards that at the same day and it did this. Like this these are battle masters that have quote come into play effects, I guess you would call them. Yes. When it when attached effects, I guess you would call them. Which is something that I'm glad is showing up. I was hope I think we had talked about it when we were previewing and reviewing Siege One that we were hoping there would be more of these things. Uh I'm hoping we see more on the actual battle card side as well for all the upgrades that when they come out do something i mean i don't care what the ability is they'll all see play just because of this because you you are guaranteed to get the effect in some way shape or this one you could be guaranteed to get technically no effect like if they somehow kill it out of combat and kill the weapon but like yep um technically you should get you get the abilities uh so like every single one of these that has this ability which now we've seen two battle masters and both of them have this ability <laughs> but imagine there's going to be more yes. um are just extremely powerful and what i like about this is this is a typical uh watsy thing like this is the iterative design they've talked about in the past like mm-hmm. you have just i become a weapon like 
you know, and I think every one of the battle masters actually has text on it. Every one of the weapons. I don't think any of them are just like clean. Correct. Yeah, I don't think so. Stats on the weapon so side. Yeah. 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 So we've kind of seen that in a way, like you know, they were all that you could all make a deck around them. But but this is like a totally different situation. This is definitely like the next mm. step up in complexity and power yes. level. And that's what I like. I'm hoping that the uh, if they're gonna follow the the mirrored sort of scenario which didn't quite play out in the uh in siege one so it wasn't you know the autobot and decepticon ones i mean yeah aimless was plus three attack and did a thing but fire drive was plus three attack and did a totally different thing it wasn't as though one was draw and one was discard or something there is a discard battle master but they weren't parallels I was going to say that I'm hoping the purple one is deal three to something, heal when it dies, your opponent gets to heal three from something, but that would never yeah. happen. No. <laughs> that would be that absurd. <laughs> but yeah. the thought crossed my mind. But anyway, uh, any other thoughts on Dazzle Strike before we move on? I still can't believe it's not on My Little Pony. It may be. I just don't know. <laughs> Maybe it oh. is. Um. And apparently, I guess cats are, although Ravage is a Decepticon, I was going to say cats apparently are an Autobot thing, I guess. I don't know. There aren't too many dog formers, and I'm just putting it out there. I'm upset about it. I, I don't read, I haven't read the comic. Like, do they think like animals or do they just look like animals? It depends. Um, okay. So in the IDW comics, there is a big thing. Like, there are actually major story beats relating to why, for example, Soundwave has all of his minions. But Ravage, for example, plays a major role in the later comics, and he has a full speaking part. Like, he's he just happens to be a cat, basically. I mean, I think Ratbat happened to be a bat in the old Marvel comics, too. Like, it was yeah. never, like, implied. That he was not always or... a bat in these comics, but I don't want to spoil okay. that one. <laughs> uh, that one was uh, interesting. Um I guess we could go back to G1 and talk about Call of Primitives, but <laughs> they yeah. they all spoke sort of. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, yeah. That was what people consider to be the... I mean, it's clearly the best season three episode, so... Obviously. You're, yeah. you're saying it's not Carnage in C minor? <laughs> no, that one, no. <laughs> or the, I, no. I just love bringing that episode up. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so moving on. So we next up we have... And these are all after Dazzle Strike... And yes, I know on the overlay I didn't put their titles just because I didn't want it stretching halfway across the screen. Um, all of the remainder of these came officially from Wizards of the Coast at various points. The next one up is Raider Nova Storm, who's our latest seeker, and she looks awesome. I love the artwork on this. I just wanted to call that out since we were talking about the artwork on the other one. Um, she She's our first... And I, I hesitate because I didn't get to double check this before we started recording. I believe she's our first seven cost plane. She's also infantry, which I went and looked, and there are other planes that are also infantry. So, but that one threw me off <laughs> when I, we first saw this preview. But ignoring the irrelevant stuff, she's five twelve zero in bot mode, and while she has a black pick black that black pip upgrade, she has Pierce three. Now, as I said, she's a seven-star plane. Obviously, she's ranged in both modes. In alt mode, she's a 3-12-1. And while she has a black pip upgrade, 
and you flip to this mode, move one damage counter from this to an enemy. So you get a fling. Uh, we saw it on swoop. We saw it on the actual card fling. Uh, there's a action master, uh, micro master, almost an action master that does a similar thing. You sounded pretty excited by her, Scott, initially. And I, when I first looked at her, I wasn't super enthused. So let me kick it to you first. It doesn't seem hard to um, suit her up to make her solid. Yeah. Um, at 511, even 511 Um Well, she's 512, but either sorry, here or there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, 5 Pierce 3, once suited up, is pretty solid. Um, I don't think I, it's going to be we... tough to get her to, like, depending on what you build it as, Pierce 5, relatively reliably, which is, compared to other Pierce effects, like, that. that's a lot. Yeah, I mean... As it stands now, other than other than a couple exceptions, like a lot of the black upgrades are just worse versions of yes. non-black upgrades. So it just depends on like how much that comes into play. But mm-hmm. that aside, I mean, like what I like about this is um, it's a low-cost plane, but not like five-cost like the aerial bots and like various other ones. But like so, like you already have like bombing run coming into play, and we've seen it. We've seen it see play already. Um, you know, she fits in well with. Uh, some of those costs. Um, I she has direct damage built into her, um, and I, I think most plane decks that I've seen want to be Pierce Blue focused, and this seems to fit right in there with like Trigger. That's fair. We're built it to him, so um, I, time will tell if her ability is just too difficult to like, like if it's just too easy to disrupt. Mm-hmm. If if there aren't more ubiquitous black upgrades. And that's the my major issue with her is I'm not sure where she fits. So up to this point, we don't really have a black pip deck. Now, I know there there were Pierce builds like Joe ran at Gen Con. There are uh, a number of other people all over have been trying various Pierce builds before black pips were even a thing. But unless we see a lot of orange black pips or blue black pips or you know other relevant pip color plus black pip to complement her i i kind of agree my initial thought is exactly what you said that right now we don't i don't want to put erratic energy grenade on her probably no, no. well um, i didn't even thought about that yeah yeah i mean the there's the grenade launcher sword thing or disruptor blade i want to say yeah um which may not be a grenade launcher in this hypothetical deck but I don't know if that's the card she wants because if you're if you're trying to like you said I think it wants to be a blue deck and therefore she's now a 12 health low defense Decepticon which I think everybody out there can see where I'm going with this is going to be inherently very fragile given the existing card pool um it, it, assuming that we don't see you know a ton more smoke cloak type cards not necessarily it's an armor that gives tough but just blue black that does something relevant but i think we will so i'm i'm confident we will it's just going to be this is one of those that right now i'm not super excited but pending what cards come out this could suddenly shoot up the charts for me uh it's just without more context it's tough to to say anything other than she looks awesome and uh 
I mean, it, it's definitely a different way to take things, and I I fully expect we are going to get. I mean, they they're pushing for obvious reasons black pips in Siege One and Siege Two. We're seeing a character that really wants them. I expect we're going to get a, at least a few playable ones in the next set. Yeah, and for limited, she's insane. Well, yes. <laughs> that seems like a given. Mm-hmm. It's a um, high Pierce numbers in limited. And high Pierce numbers in what? High Pierce numbers in limited are very good. Oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying her out. It's just a matter of... I. We need to see some battle cards, which are common, of course. <laughs> we just haven't gotten too many yet. Uh, so any other thoughts on Nova Storm? All the way from a coloring error, G1, to a card. We've come a long way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I keep seeing the Rainmakers at every time I go to the store and go to pick up other stuff. I always swing by to see what toys are available. I see the Rainmaker like thing a lot. Or something like that. Yeah. Or even more, so. Well, the uh, the other, I actually saw some reissued sound waves, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll pick this up for my, like, I have my G1 sound wave. I don't know if I really want to pay another 50 bucks. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I didn't decide to pay another 50 bucks. But anyway, uh, so up next is our first, did they mention the Lord aspect in the reveal? I think yeah. they did, right? They did actually yeah. say that concept. Okay. I wanted to make sure in I wasn't... Quote, in quotes, yeah. yes. I wanted to make sure I wasn't hallucinating that that happened. Because um, that was the first term that came to mind when I saw a private powertrain. So he's our off-road patrol patrol leader. Um, you love the patrol. Oh, I love the patrols. <laughs> <laughs> they will never not make me laugh. Like, I'm going to laugh every time because it's so goofy. In a good way. It's just goofy. But anyway... Uh, so in bot mode, he's a leader. He's obviously an off-road patrol, and he's melee. He's two eight two, five stars. We'll throw that out there. Uh, and he gets plus one plus one, so plus one attack and plus one defense for each off-road patrol in your KO area. Now in alt mode, he has stealth. He's a three eight two, and each of your off-road patrols has bold one. Now, we only have two off-road patrols up to this point, and that's why I was talking about earlier with the fling guy. And, well, the other one is Tote, who is our pseudo-ready-for-action uh, micromaster. It, it's only six or less on his effect. But they both is he care... Is pure stealth or the micromaster stealth? They both... All of them, both the old ones and this one, have the micromaster stealth. Stealth while so on tap. So he's only stealth while on Okay. Yes, although he's, so you're going to end up flipping him into the other mode when it's time for him to get in there, so he's not... Only if guys, only if guys are dead. Yes, I I don't know, I, I have a hard time believing they're not going to be, <laughs> basically. Fair. And he also doesn't, notably, it's each of your... Oh, never mind, I was wrong, it's each of your off-road patrols has bold one. I apologize, yeah. I might have said that it was each... Other off-road patrol has bold one, so I apologize if I said that. Uh, so he will give himself bold one. Is the point? Yeah. Um, so maybe and you're right. Maybe... Two defense starting in both modes. Correct. Eight health. Yep. Okay. Basically, if he gets hit, he's probably going down to a burn spell. But I mean, he is a, a or burn action. He is a a uh, five drop though. So that them's the breaks like you only get so many stats allotted at that slot so they said on twitter there will be the fourth member of the of yes 
off-road patrol. Now, the, um, yeah, the, it is an open question whether he's a four, the remaining member is a four or five star at this stage, though, I guess. I mean, regardless, you're getting, I mean, at max, you still have, at minimum, you have six stars remaining. You might have seven. Right. Well, the seven. It's a massive amount. Yes. The seven is going to matter. Well, six versus seven is going to matter primarily for which Battlemaster are you going to run kind of thing. Could, yeah. Or, but I mean, I mean there, there are other options too, of course, but. Yeah, but that's massive. I mean, hmm. I mean, I really like this guy. Um, I mean, this is exactly the type of support character I like that helps out the other characters while yeah. they're not actually affecting it. I mean, like, this is, this is pretty much, um, this is very similar to the general Optimus ability, except for extremely lower costed and extremely mm-hmm. more, um, you know, narrow in its focus. But I mean, I think, I think if you focus on the aggro version with like bold on all your guys, you're gonna have just a bunch of little guys that have extra damage. So like, if you're playing an orange deck, it's just extra damage these little guys are gonna do. We've already seen the power wide decks to begin with yes um but i just think if you play it as a as a either a mixed or as a blue deck like there's a high percentage chance that he's gonna have at some point like five starting defense i mean that's massive yeah i could the blue deck idea intrigues me uh given that the other two currently known off-road patrol characters care about black pips this is another one where if we get those blue black pips, then their lower starting stats don't necessarily matter because they're getting the bold. You could try and go that route. I don't know if that's really going to work out, but it is an option, I guess. Uh, the more important thing to me is that as of right now, all of them have stealth while on tap. So if you are running that battle master, your opponent has no choice on turn zero but to punch the battle master. They just sure. they can't avoid it, um, which maybe the the battle masters aren't going to be the appropriate partner. But that's just kind of where my brain went right off the bat. I mean, this guy's very exciting on his own. Um, the other offer patrols don't see any play right now, but this might help that. Right. Um, obviously, in a blue deck, I'm not a fan that he's melee, and I'm not a fan that all the other ones are melee. Um, what, you don't like Energon Slingshot? <laughs> I mean, I think you have to play it, but like, well, I'm not yes, a fan of it. You know, you know, you, know, you take deck, what you I can get. get. Yeah. Um, but in an orange deck, it might matter. Um, but then on the flip side, uh, he's just what I really like about it is it. It's a signal that each one of the patrols is going to get a lord of some sort, and even though some yes. of the patrols have already gotten their leader, I think just uh what's his name the the tank one that i not flat top shot yeah like he's their leader i think right like he is a leader i oh you mean like is he actually the leader of the group i believe so i'm not 100 percent confident on that off the top of my head yeah and like we you know we already got sound wave so the spy patrols already have their lord mm. giving them all plus one defense right um I have no clue who the other ones are, like what the other patrols even are. So, like, I can't even. You don't remember the sports car patrol? <laughs> I remember Scott. What are God damn it! 
know who the leader of the sports car oh, I, is. Oh, that, I don't know. You, you didn't buy that giant set where it's like 35 of these guys? No. <laughs> um, no. So, yeah, there's a sports car patrol. There's um, rescue, whatever, rescue patrol. Yeah, whatever the planes are, Visper and Stormcloud. Are they a patrol? Yeah. But I, I think one of them is the leader, right? Isn't Possibly. one of them the le- a leader? In the I'd have to go card? look at them again. Um, this is where it's starting to to hit the edges of, of <laughs> my knowledge for it, where I'd have to go and verify it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be interesting to see if we if we do get the Lords. Do you think we're, for the other ones, do you think we're going to get tribal cards for these guys? I think these are the tribal cards for these guys. So we're not going to see a starter engines, not necessarily literally that effect, but that sort of tribal card for off-road patrol. I mean, I'd really like to see one battle, all like all the lines of text that said, do this to this type of, the, do this to this guy. Like, that way, like, <laughs> how many of them are there? There's like six, <laughs> six five. groups. There's five, five colors, five. Well, not counting spy patrol. So yeah. Six. I get, yeah. There's so, yeah, spy I, Good. I'd really like to see a card that said like, it would have a tremendous amount of text, but like, yeah, you know, do it's kind of like the rumble frenzy ravage attack thing. Like exactly. Know, yeah, yeah. If you have this, do that. Like, I, I wish we could get a card mm. like that. That way it just doesn't waste that much space. I feel, yeah. Cause that's, was going to be my comment is that if we did get that, depending on how many they did, it may just take up a lot of set space and be really awkward. I would yeah. anticipate that if that card existed, it would be a, both a star card or multiple stars and multiple pips. I want to say I don't know what's giving me that impression, but that's my gut feeling. And because the off-road patrol are the black pip ones in Siege One, and this gives bold, and I don't understand how those two things are related. I can't even guess what the other ones would be. <laughs> the only thing I can think is, like I said before, if the the intent is you're going to be defensive, but the bold lets you find your black pips, question mark. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. That that was the only thing I could think of, unless it's just completely unrelated and, oh, well, you'll, you'll primarily be a four-wide or X-wide orange deck, and then you have oddball black pip cards that maybe get fed into these guys. Well, if, For example, the, the fling guy... I don't know how much fling is going to matter when these guys have five health. Yeah. Uh, unless, like you said, the the blue version comes up, in which case now does bold matter or how does that shape up? The ready for action could be more useful, especially if you're, you're readying this guy or untapping this mm-hmm. guy. But mm-hmm. that also means that you need to have at least one KO'd off-road patrol already. I don't know. It gets a little weird there. If you had two, I mean, you're just basically forcing them to keep attacking a fourth guy, which is good. Yeah. I mean, that that's not ridiculous, so. But um, I can't even guess. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, the sports car patrol is blue. I would imagine that means that that one gets tough, but, like, who knows? Like, the, right. the orange one, you just get plus one attack across the board. The green one, I have no clue. Draw a card. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be upset if the sports car patrol, the blue guys, somehow turn out to be better stunt to cons. I'm I'm going to be upset. (laughs) But anyway, um, any other thoughts on powertrain? No, I just love cards like this that that, that force uh, 
that actually don't do force you to build a deck a certain way because yeah and help the power level of that deck because that just gives you like a reason to run cards that you wouldn't run. Exactly. I love these sort of tribal-based cards in a number of other games where it's you get rewarded for playing. And it, I, they may have said it in the article, but I know the, the Watsi team has said it many times that the complexity, or maybe that was where it was from. I, I know I saw them talk about this in writing before, about, and it may have been in the Complexity Creep article of it's helpful for people coming into the game of, well, I don't even know what to play. Like, I like Transformers, mm-hmm. or I don't even like Transformers, but somebody, I've tried it, and I love the game, and whatever. I don't know where to begin. Okay, well, play Off-Road Patrol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, here's your... T- uh, I can't, I can't. This, the Off-Road Patrol and all the patrols are just so ridiculous. <laughs> now it's like Patrol War. Like yeah. Final War. God. Oh, oh, my God. It's going to be a thing, man. Well, it is. It's already a thing. Or I guess it's almost a thing. You're right. It's going to be. You're right. Anyway. Uh, is, he common? is he common or uncommon? He is common. So I'm very... That's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm Because I, I checked that out earlier. I'm curious whether there's any correlation there. I don't remember if all of them... So I'm looking at Tote right now. I know it's not on screen. He's a common. Uh, what about Mudslinger? He is also oh, they're all common. common. They're all, they're all common. Are they 100% of them common? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, I forgot about that. The Micromasters are the common. Battlemasters, yeah. Makes sense. So, yeah. Um, well, there goes that thread. So we're going to move on. <laughs> Unless you had anything else you wanted to add on him. No, it's just very powerful for limited. Oh, yeah, for sure. With them being common. So Right, right. Uh, so after Powertrain, our last known spoiler at this stage, and I'm sure by tomorrow that will change, is... Uh, we have Private Vanguard, who both you and I, Scott, were very excited offline about. But I'm going to try and play Wet Blanket a little bit as we go through this. So Private Vanguard is a 3-5-1 for 5 stars, ranged. When one of your characters defends and you flip at least one white pip. Other characters. One of your other characters defends and you flip at least one white pip. That character can't take more than 5 attack damage this turn. What happens when he turns into a weapon? Well, he doesn't turn into a weapon. He actually turns into armor. He's a plus two armor. And when you put this on a character, do one damage to a tapped enemy. And then the usual Battlemaster thing of when he dies, he's dead. Or if it leaves the battlefield, he's dead. Uh, so, like it started out with, both you and I were very excited about this guy, Scott. So, set the stage. What What's so exciting about this guy? Uh, you could take any one of the many abilities this guy has two of them away, it would still be insane. <laughs> so, when you combine them all into one card, extra insane. Um, I like so, that he turns into a hat. Yes. So <laughs> turn into a hat. Um, so, we have our first... So we have, it, it's a plus two arm. Let's start there. Well, well let's start with the bottom. Yeah, start, start with the... Let's start with where we're starting. <laughs> yeah. So, all your other characters... Gained four fields, essentially. Right. Um, <clears throat> for not a very difficult cost of just flipping a white during during defense. Right. Um, so, obviously we have Security Console and Battlefield um, to make that even easier, as if you, if for some reason you weren't mathematically running excuse me, enough whites for that to happen. So, all your characters gain... Slightly worse force field. Let's start there. Yep. Um, 
that's very good for any deck, in my opinion. And it's a ranged character, so there's your ranged package yep. right there. Um, your three attack on a five drop, which is very good. Um, very low hit points and very low defense, but if you're running in a blue deck um, with white, I don't see that being that big of a deal, even though it's possible to still get one-shotted. It's going to be difficult because it's difficult. Like They would basically have to expose them. They would have to expose a six-attack character mathematically for you to equal out your flips for him to be killed. Right. Um, and that's only on turn one, like, assuming you don't have, like, a flame war or optimus, any, any play that's giving them tough. Yep. Um, and if you go first, he's going to be protected right off the bat, because you just... You don't have to... If, you, if you're basing yourself on the force field ability, don't want to attack with him. Absolutely. You, so, there's that aspect. Now, there's the, if he dies, you become a plus two armor, and you get to rock toss something slash zap something which so, although rock toss is obviously not seeing a whole lot of play uh a this is as you had mentioned potentially going to show up in blue decks where rock toss wouldn't but also i don't think it's going to be that difficult to engineer a scenario where you're pinging the character you want to as opposed to just whatever guy's available Right, because as, as I said, they have to invest a good-sized character into trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. There's there's absolutely... Like, I understand what we're going to say. Uh, Bashing Shield exists. Uh-huh. Yep, it does. I mean, like, who cares? Like, if they, first of all, you don't have Bashing Shield, it's a plus two arm. Yeah. So, so we'll, and we'll talk at the end about what this means for, like, just having battle masters that aren't weapons. Uh, yeah, that... To be honest, that was one of the first things that went through. It's like, wow, that's awesome that they turn into other things. Mm-hmm. So, so, oh, god. So maybe we can talk about that as an aside now. Or we can... Well, I was actually going to bring up the bashing shield thing because we had we had talked about this for a little bit when Ultra Magnus was previewed, and one of the suggestions I had made back then, it hasn't really materialized, is potentially overloading your opponent's bashing shields. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole thing comes back into play here because, I mean, we've, we've seen the success of Battlemasters. I anticipate that given this guy's stats, it's not going to be that difficult to turn him into an armor, whether your opponent does it or you do it after they sink some resources into him. Now you're, if he's five stars, you're running two tens or you're running an 11 and a nine or, you know, whatever. You could have two viable targets that you'd actually want to armor up, and therefore mm-hmm. now your opponent actually has to make a choice, because a lot of decks, I, mine included, are right now only main decking one bashing shield. Sure, you have more out of the board, but it makes it much more complex to try and not only play a, get a bashing shield, play it, get rid of it to cycle it back in so that you can do an, another armor pop if you need to. But the other thing we've talked about is technically bashing shield, sh- except in the case of force field. Yes. Bashing shield is usually, I can't imagine where it wouldn't be, worse than playing any viable weapon. Yeah, there, there are fringe scenarios that I can't think of right now, but I'm sure they exist where, yeah, it ends up 
producing, air quotes, more damage. But you're right that in general, you'd be happier with your opponent using their upgrade play for the turn to blow this guy up than... Which is which is the part I think people don't understand. Like, I always see people vis- you know, visibly getting upset when their armor gets Bastion Shield. It's like, if they just played a plus three weapon, you'd actually be in a worse situation than your tough two armor. Like, mm-hmm. like it's going to be real hard for for you to be on the positive end of that as the armor player getting more than plus two. Right. So, like, it's actually better for you that they're bashing shield, assuming they don't have a weapon attached, than they're grenade launchering or brand, you know, insert plus three weapon here. Yep. It's a better situation that they're bashing shielding. Here, because you're getting a, an armor without using your upgrade play, you're going to be ahead. Because for exactly that reason, you the shield. I mean, the, the armor was essentially free. Yeah. So the. So, oh god, sorry. So like you're up one zero, guarantee. I mean, I know it cost quote cost you five stars, but they had to invest something into that character to kill them. Right. It's. And it, speaking of white pips, it, in a number of defensive lists that I've been trying, it's very common that I'm including infiltrates or i'm including espionages or things that are effectively trading one for one for the the cards i don't want to see this doesn't quite you know it's not eliminating that grenade launcher in their hand but it is buying time avoiding that grenade launcher play if they're wasting time bashing shielding it or as i was saying you could potentially overload their bashing shields give them too many targets and now it's okay, you can sink the Bashing Shield into here, I'm going to green back my sturdy armor or whatever and get an armor anyway. Yeah. I mean, I see no, like, this, on all sides, this card forces your opponent to make difficult decisions, and the game that already comes down to like a knife's edge on decision-making as it is, Yep, this is clearly the type of card that I want to be force my opponent. So here's the, because you were talking about the math, and like I said, I was going to try and play Wet Blanket for this or uh, <laughs> Joy Kill for, for the card because we're both pretty excited about it. So do you know offhand how many white pips you need to be running to make this consistent enough? Have you already run those numbers, Scott? <laughs> no, but the answer would be, I mean, to be 100%, I mean, the answer would be probably like eight or nine. Because the not counting, the, I mean, not counting. I mean, first of all, security console is a white. Yes, it helps the situation. But like, if we're assuming no security console, no um, battle for the report, then I would say probably around eight or nine. Even with battle for the report, I still run. because one of Let's the cons- say eight or nine. One of the concerns that I would have playing this guy is, I mean, you already addressed he might just up and die. On turn zero. It's unlikely. It is possible it's there. And if your deck was hinging on him being available to either provide the pseudo force field or do other things, maybe that puts you in a bad spot. It's unlikely, but possible. Um, It's highly unlikely because they're exposing a good character to do that. Well, yes. Strategically, that would probably be a poor choice. I mean, depending on how this hypothetical deck shapes up. The bigger concern for me is... If you're leaning on the force field effect, what happens when it whiffs? How bad is that going to be? 
Uh, and I'm not sure exactly what that looks like yet, but I think we can assume that each time this guy does activate, he's, I mean, he's going to be buying you at least another turn. So it's pushing a character that takes two hits to KO into a three hits to KO, uh, or anything along, you know, whether it's one to two, two to three, I, I guess if you were playing them along shockwave, it would be to four, maybe I would have to see how that breaks down, but, um, I mean, that we're would, assuming. I mean, well, I mean, you could take like a a fifteen hit down to five. So, I mean, if we're assuming it's always just going to be six instead of five, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's, that, that's how you're saying. Well, it, where I'm going with it is, I guess it's twofold. One, are there enough white pips? Clearly, we're going to get more, and presumably, at least one of them will be playable in Siege Two. Are there enough white pips that it doesn't discourage you that you have to include significantly more? Because it is going to cut into your off primary color pip. So if you're a blue deck, you're running nine white pips. It would probably be a challenge to then run another six blanks or it's six blanks and then three grenade launchers or, you know, whatever the combination happens to be. So that that's question one. Did, are we okay with there being in the white pips that we have? And two, which I, I don't know if we can answer at this stage, is okay, we have whatever our number of white pips are. Are we at too much of a risk anyway where if we ever whiff on the force field effect, the deck crumples? The answer to both is no, because this is the same conversation I have with other players. Hmm. Well, like I said, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here, so I'm putting the arguments out there. <laughs> well, because the problem is, this is the same conversation. I've had conversations with players offline. Mm. Not just about this card, just in general. You can't look at a card in isolation. Like, just off the top of your head, decks you've thought about playing with this guy, how many of them don't involve either General Optimus or... None? General Optimus or what? Or Flame War. None of them involve neither of those characters, Right. I think I, well, it depends on, there were a couple other oddball ideas. No, because those would still have 11 stars. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, I think that's what it's boiling down to. I might have had like a weird one, but sure, we'll go with that. So you're already at needing less whites to begin with because you're going to have an inborn tough into your guys. Absolutely. to To start with. So that obviously helps the math of getting a white by playing less of them. Plus, he's a battle master, so quartermaster is a white. Yep. Plus, there are like and quartermaster is now a rock toss, which is kind of funny, right? And a plus two arm. Yep. Um. So I and and I assume other things are like going to exist. Like we already see a that gives other things, or we're probably going to see other that give tough, and there's probably going to be more ways to gain tough and etc. Um. So I don't see this being a big deal at all. Um, I just don't. And and the fact is, like, your characters gain armor, essentially, like gain force fields, without costing any cards. Yeah, that just the so we had mentioned earlier that it was cool that this guy turns into a hat. I think it's really cool that we're getting more of these effects where it's just. It's not a lord effect because it doesn't care which character or what they are, but it's just giving these blanket buffs to the rest of your team. Yeah, it's like Flame War. Yeah, well, or Optimus. 
Right. Yeah, it, it's I just mean, cool that those things are making – we're seeing more of them show up. But the weakness of control decks has been heavy hitters. Yep. This card alone eliminates that weakness. Right. And 50% of the time, it's definitely going to It works matter. every time. Right. When you, when, you go <laughs> first, when, you go, when you go first, he cannot be killed. Yeah. Like, 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 they can waste two burn abilities on him if they really want to, but you're still ahead. I fail to see where there's not going to be a situation. Again, even the situation where they attack with a guy that mathematically would have to have at least six power. So if you're a blue deck, you're equalizing them. Um, where they're going to be exposing a, a high... Oh, I can't think of a six attack character that isn't, like, large um, and relevant. Uh, off offhand that people play. Like, what, like a cheap you know, star one, you mean, that's six? Yeah, like anything that you just want to throw away that has built-in power. Like, yeah. I, I can't think of any that exist. I mean, it, there might maybe some of those that exist and haven't seen play will now come to light as a result, but yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But the only situation that it, it wouldn't be as relevant is if, like, you know, you have the starting range in your hand, you're just going to attack with 10 and B like right away like then you're equalizing him at that point mm-hmm. assuming you flip two oranges and I flip two blues like like that then you're then he's dead on turn one but so 50% of the time it could happen and it's not even guaranteed to happen and then the other time where you go first as the vanguard player now what now the situation is completely reversed I mean I like the fact that he's a battle master you can't Piece of tyranny. I don't think you'd want a piece of tyranny him for value anyway, just because yeah. it's not a weapon. Mm-hmm. Which is another thing I like about these guys is maybe you don't want them to die as quickly or as efficiently um, as some of the ones we see now. So that might that play might not see as much play going forward. But like I, I just there's nothing negative. There's nothing about this character that can't create. Um board card insert word advantage right this this guy is just like advantage all over the place like there's just no negative to him whatsoever like yes can he be bashing shielded away yes can you not get a white yes um oh wait he is range so let's take that aspect out of it yep. oh he's only three five one for five uh okay darn um <laughs> like it doesn't like none of these things like matter like they all they have to use cards hand, have to use attacks, have to use something in order to deal with him. And 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 for a five drop, I mean like this is this is flame war power level, like no doubt in my opinion. Yeah, that's that, high praise. That's high praise. Well, yeah, Flame War has obviously proven she's got the chops on a number of occasions. Uh this is a guy that I'm very anxious to actually try out because there are scenarios that I can kind of concoct where, okay, does he play out over the long term? How does it feel after the wheel? You know, did, can do those other new aggressive decks or just other whatever decks, are they able to chip your team down under that five and then therefore post wheel, they just get there or they just kill him and then get there? Are those things that even happen? But I mean, we started out with me saying that I, both of us were very excited and I am still very excited about this guy. So it's, 
I want to explore whether those things matter, but I'm not sure if they're going to. It just seems like this guy's pretty strong. I, 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 I have yet to hear any... Let's put it this way. I have yet to make a counter-argument to anyone's problem with this card. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I just because no matter what answer you want to give, it still be, it still becomes a there are no wrong uh, questions, only wrong answers. Right. So yes, you can concoct a scenario where you can de- like I concocted plenty of scenarios where I thought like I was going to kill the battle master out of combat and then, and then batons it. Well, basically my entire turn was play a batons. Like how is that a positive turn? Right. That's the thing that people don't realize. Like and that's the bashing shield art again is like okay so you did all that work and you got like oh you uh you inferno breathed him and then you played a bashing shield like so your whole turn was kill my five drop got it i'm ahead in this situation yeah like there's just oh because you didn't want my insane character to have because you didn't want my optimist to have ion blaster and this guy attached to him got it (laughs) like well i mean in their uh, in that play's defense it (laughs) it compared to enforcement batoning a fire drive or something along those lines it's or, or you're they already got the value out of the weapon whereas if they're they're popping this guy you air quotes haven't gotten the value out of the armor although if they're bashing shielding it it's like you said they're it's a decreased damage ceiling as a result of expending your upgrade on bashing shield right so you kind of got value out of it anyway even though they removed it, it it's I mean, I agree with you on pretty much all of this, so I'm trying to find ways to, to poke holes in just for the sake of discussion uh, so we aren't just, you know, fawning over this guy, but I, I mean, really this, this like is, this, this guy. Is, this is the ramming speed argument, like, playing out again, like, why mm. I don't like to play those cards. Right. Because, I mean, they're not green, but, like, because, like, I'll play Smelt, for example, but um, it's, it's just not as efficient. That's just all there is to it. Like, of course. In my opinion. So... Yeah, I I expect that we're gonna see a lot of this little blue guy. Um, any any wild guesses on whose head he's sitting on? No, because no. I assume it's gonna be. I don't think they've said, but I assume it's gonna be the same thing where the character wielding the battle master in whatever capacity is a character in the set. Do you even know who this character is? Is it a drone? I don't know. What is it? Uh, I was going back and forth with somebody on Twitter who said they looked it up. I did not look him up. I have no idea who the hell Vanguard is. <laughs> and they had said they, it was um, Flip Flip Bang Bang, uh, which shout out to them because I love the name. It's also something from the comics, but without digressing too much, uh, they were saying that some of their friends who ha- were are really into Transformers, even they had to look it up. So apparently... Wizards and I guess Hasbro by extension are really plumbing the depths for characters, which they've done before. But this one sounds like it's pretty far down there or out there, yeah, however you want to look I at it. I didn't know if he was a drone. I didn't know like what. Was. I don't know. I don't remember having this guy as a toy as a kid uh, at all. So, and the only I don't see. Where's my. No, they're not on the shelves next to my desk. Uh, I was looking for my top spin in Twin Twist because somebody was mentioning that on Twitter. And it, the character that's wearing Vanguard is is blue and and whitish silver. And that was the first one that I thought of. 
Uh, and somebody on Twitter said it would be cool if they had the Autobot equivalents of Runabout and Runamuck in this set, but I don't know if that one's going to happen. It could just be Mirage, too. There's a, there's a Siege Mirage. Yeah, it, it's entirely possible. Um, I'd have to look at a side-by-side because I can't conjure into my mind what his shoulders look like, which is basically all you get to see. So is is he listed in the siege character? Like, does he have a siege toy vanguard? Because like, I'm just curious if we can figure out who the other non weapon battle masters are. I'm other... confident he does. It, well, maybe I shouldn't go out on a limb and say confident, but I'm fairly certain he does. I think he might be one of those ones in that like two dozen set of toys. Not but I'd have two at a time or something. What was that? I thought all the Battlemasters came, like, two of they, them. They typically do, but there is, like, a box set, for lack of a better way to put it, that recently came out. Because I keep seeing it when I'm I'm uh, perusing the toy aisle for other stuff. Um, oh, okay. So I have seen it. I didn't look closely enough at it to tell you whether Vanguard is among them. But if he was there, I would think he would be. But Yeah, I would think so. I don't know. So, like, uh, if I had to guess, if I had to guess mm-hmm. based on this, like, I would say, so we've seen one weapon, one armor. I would imagine we'll see another weapon, and probably I would think three more armors, and then like two utilities or something like that. Yeah. If I, if I, I mean, assuming that they can be used, if you if you want to make a, if they want to just make a thing that can't, then I would imagine we're going to see. Three more slanted on the armor side since obviously all the Battlemasters in Siege 1. Right. Weapons. Yeah, they a lot of the... So the the toys that actually turn into... You know, they, they do the Siege gimmick where they become things. Obviously, it's easy to say, yeah, that's some sort of blaster. That's some sort of armor. That's a helmet. That's whatever. Or plating. It, you know, it, it would be easy to, to identify weapons and armor armor i i mean some of them are just bizarre shapes when you take them apart and stick them on other characters so they could easily become some sort of utility i'm not sure who would get that treatment i guess also yeah but yeah i'm very curious now that they've revealed this it we were talking about it earlier with some of the other spoilers that a lot of these have me excited because of what reading between the lines tells me and I'm very curious to see if I'm making stuff up and it's all, you know, random nonsense or whether it's actually going to happen. Yeah, this this card's amazing. Yeah, this to bring it back to Vanguard, he's his him and his funny hat are, are pretty good. There's just no downside at all. Just a, yeah. Well, that's why like I'm very anxious to try him out to say, okay, is this guy really this good or is it is he some? Is there some hidden liability that, you know, in the the white pip counter, or like I said, the attack sequence, or I, I don't know. I'm trying to find stuff. The, like I said, the white pip count is probably the hidden thing because, like, especially decks like we make with a lot of blanks. Like now you're adding in to run a certain amount of points. Right. But again, I feel like that can be easily overcome by just running characters that give your other characters other abilities and then you're fine Mm. or have built in tough and then you're fine the the five is also very interesting to me so for example 
you had brought up Flame War earlier. So she's 10 health. She can still take five twice and die, which is basically what she does today. Not necessarily take five, but two hits of something, unless somebody just decides to go all in and crush her. Um, Even then, it's tough. I mean, because she has the built-in tough. So it's like she's almost like needing 12 to take care of her. I mean, that's not a... Excuse me, it's like, no, more than that. Uh, two. With the with plus two. So it's mm. like, you need 14 usually to deal with her. Yeah. It, those are the, the scenarios of how how many characters get the extra attack or extra attack into them out of the five because they're only taking the five rather than just getting crushed. So how many go from one to two attacks or two to three and are they characters that matter? Because, for example, you, when we were talking about Optimus, if he's already loaded up, is he even taking five to begin with? <laughs> like you said. Well, sure. But, I mean, I think there's other characters. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I think there's a lot of different configurations that he could end up appearing in. But, like I said, those are the sort of questions that I, I want to try him out to to get at an answer because well those are the big questions about him right now <laughs> well and as usual like in orange decks that run a lot of it could run a lot of whites with this guy would also be insane yes the orange the orange slanty characters just swing and live he which could is not what they could do so. as a um as a sideboard card in orange mirrors I could certainly see him coming in if you're already high on a white pip count or you can board into more. You're going first. Because if you're going second and they see that guy, they're probably going to kill him. Uh, yeah, but I just, I mean, I just think, in, I just think he'll show up in both sides, even main deck. Uh, I, I, don't think you, I don't think you could, like, it would be dangerous in that situation to rely on him, but I think if you're just running him with other good characters to begin with, like, your typical wheeljacks of the world or your, you know, bees yeah. of the world and things like that. Like, I think that, um, you know, them, them, at that point, them getting that extra is extremely. Right, right. So. Yeah, I could certainly see that. Yeah, he's, uh, he has a lot of upside. I mean, at that point, then he becomes more ubiquitous than even Flame War because she's pretty much only in blue but now this guy would show up on both sides, which I hadn't even thought about until just now. So Yeah, hypothetically he could. So I just see absolutely inside of this guy. Yeah, I mean I my first thoughts with him were because I've been playing so much blaster with Ramhorn and you know the the force field effect was on my mind trying to squeeze him into orange stuff, but then you do run the risk of, oh, I'm going second. He will die to an opposing orange deck. Uh it may still be worth it because of those times where you break the symmetry because you just randomly have a force field and your opponent didn't see it coming. I mean, when people have said that, that he could just die right away. Mm. Um, my, my response to that is usually just like, again, you put them on the guy that you're then going to attack with, assuming you weren't going to anyway. Again, yeah. they have to have the bashing shield or whatever to deal with it right away or else you're, you're also preventing damage anyway. And how, like, I've definitely had situations, like, where my five drop just dies in one hit anyway. I don't care. Like, oh, yeah. No matter what his stats are. So, like, it didn't matter. No, I agree with you. It's, 
you're it's only you're only investing five stars here. Obviously, you would love to get all of the value out of him, but given that he's five stars, you can only expect so much out of it. You're not he's going to win games, but it it's not optimist levels of of stats or whatever character yeah. you want to choose. You you're just limited yeah. because he's five stars. That's going to happen. You have to accept that that's the fact of the matter. Yeah, and I mean, he has five health because there's going to be a plenty of situations where it's going to be worth it to invest outside of combat ways of dealing with. Yeah, just to just to get that ability. But then, like you're, you're just so far ahead. It's it's. Un- well, and that's the thing. Like you said, what? Yes, he'll die. Yes, you won't get to live the dream with everything. But what did it cost your opponent? And are you in the grand scheme of things ahead? Which is. A tough thing to wrap your head around, to be perfectly honest. I know I struggle with it in some scenarios where it's just, well, yeah, he gets Bastion Shield and it feels terrible. But if they had to invest in attack, a one shell stand, and then a Bastion Shield, yes, exactly. Do you? You probably Fair. you might be okay with that. Yeah, depending okay, on exactly. what. So it you got to sometimes see the forest for the trees with these sort of things. So yeah. Um. Anything else for Vanguard before we close up? Nope. Okay. Uh, anything else coming up Vector Sigma-wise that you wanted to call out? Uh, top Deck Games, uh, Energon Invitational Qual on the 21st. There's a host of them on the 22nd. The closest one to me is in Pennsylvania, but that doesn't mean... That. I don't think I'm going to any of them on the 22nd personally. Just throw it out there, but um, I, think all, I think I put all of them on Vector Sigma. Or so, um, to the greater Philadelphia, Maryland area, they should all um, within drive distance, starting at various times on a Sunday, which is random. Yeah, um, that that that's a longer discussion. We'll leave that one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we should be probably dealing with spoiler season uh, from here on out. Um, yep. I don't think I actually updated the spoiler fans right now. My well, I checked it, and, and I'm hoping I didn't miss any, because you had the ones we talked about today with everything. Oh, I put Vanguard up there? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> well uh-huh. done, Pass Scott. Well done. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't put the uh, I didn't put the line. Oh, you're right. That one's not on there. I, yeah, I looked yeah. at the latest one saw Vanguard, so I, I kind of mentally assumed. No, I was um, at once when... Posted, so it's allowed but don't let it happen yeah. again um <laughs> so so stay tuned for that um you know you can always check us out on patreon you can if you're um other testimonials please reach out to patrons now um else uh we're still collecting as many deck lists as we can get all bars because that seems to be what people are looking for because i can tell you that when I posted about posting deck lists, it got a lot of uh, social media buzz. <laughs> a lot so, of feedback on that one. I, it was the most retweeted and most liked tweet we've ever made. So, I mean, like, I, it just... All right. I guess people will just want deck lists, and I'm trying to provide them, but I can't provide as many as, as the community is willing to give or a physically picture, collect myself, um, thanks to those people that gave me them from the... Um, 
you know, Joe Gaiman from the comic store and then Palmer of Europe. So, right. Then I can only, I'm only as good as the information provided, although I am typing these and I know there are typos of them. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I try to correct them when I can. Um, let me know if you like this. I mean, I think you like this deck format better than the Excel one. Um, people seem to not be complaining about the deck list format, so I think it's fine. Um, but just know that they're JPEGs, so like I can't just go in and change a name or change a star without retaking a picture of it. Yeah, you so, gotta redo the whole thing. Yeah, it's a little bit more complicated. Um, yeah, other than that, um, I'm planning on playing, as we talked about earlier, different decks at the Energy Invitational Qualifier, so I will continue to innovate as best as possible like through the siege one meta mm-hmm. and then as these cards start to get spoiled i mean like we're going to be going deep in the tank because the more time we have to test with them the better um and like we said earlier it's not going to be a wait for the set to come out type of thing so uh, you know so stay tuned for of plenty right of my thoughts on Trypticon because i will be trying it <laughs> <laughs> you know, so i mean i think our plan going forward is to, be to try to record two shows in a night um, assuming we have enough spoilers to talk about and then dish them out that way. So if you don't hear the call, that's why the, we haven't heard that you haven't seen many live shows. Yeah. Uh, because that's what we're trying to do to try to play test in the off week, especially once we start to get more spoilers. And I think given the length of this spoiler and as anybody who's listened before knows, it's probably better for everybody if we split up the spoilers anyway, to some extent, um, <laughs> to try and chop them up. Because otherwise, we're, we're going to have another seven-hour show. Yep. Um, so I guess that kind of does it for us for this recording. So as always, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for watching. And please tune in next time for more Tech Talk. Hey, guys. Dan here from VectorSigma.info. We wanted to take this moment to thank all of our patrons for believing in the service we're providing. If you're not yet a member of a Patreon, feel free to click on the link for other podcasts like this one or verse videos or any of the other great content that we provide on our YouTube channel. Thanks, guys.